Good morning. It's November 30th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Grades. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9, ESV. 17. A perfectly good number, really. It could be the number of chapters in a book, the age of our tuxedo cat, the number of billions the federal government spends every 48 hours, the age at which girls became an all-consuming passion for me, the number of games the Dallas Cowboys won in the 93 season, the number of feet at the waterline of our family's Dark Harbor 17, or really any number of things. It was not, however, a particularly good number to have written boldly in red across the top of my first chemistry test at Rice University. I, of course, thought it was the number I had gotten wrong, right? I mean, I was high school salutatorian, a National Merit Scholar, had never received anything but an A on anything since that B in handwriting in third grade. Surely they were grading on a curve, right? Nope. Flunked it. I flunked it along with everyone else, I might add, but that didn't really help at the time. Why? Because I was pre-med. You simply cannot receive a grade of 17 on anything and ever expect legitimately to have MD written after your name. Denial, remorse, fear, anger all apply here. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, author of On Death and Dying, would have put this somewhere between losing your spouse and children beneath an overturned cement truck and the annihilation of all life as we know it from nuclear holocaust. In short, it wasn't good. Even if you were never pre-med, Most of your life was patterned by reward and punishment growing up. You did your laundry, mowed the lawn, finished your homework, came home by your curfew, and you got rewarded. With something tangible, or at worst, at least goodwill from your parents. You failed to do any of these or a myriad of other things, and you could end up spanked, sent to your room, grounded for a week, or anything worse that your parents could think up. No wonder people don't understand that Christianity is based on grace. It is simply a very difficult concept, particularly for Americans, to accept that salvation, that eternal life, that escaping the death that we all fear deep down, has nothing whatsoever to do with performance. The closest we can probably get in our own experience is the love we bestow on our children. No matter how they mess up in life, we may not like them from time to time, but we do love them unconditionally. Christ refers to us as children of God and the Creator as Father, for just that reason. So we have some small hope of understanding. John 1, 12. God chose to send Jesus to mankind to live a perfect life as an example, and then to literally become sin for us and suffer our punishment. God did this while we were still sinning. Romans 5, 8. If Christianity were reward-based, the only thing we would get would be the death that we deserve from constantly rebelling against God. Praise God that his unconditional love frees us from that. Grace is undeserved reward. That means that someone feeling like they aren't good enough to be a Christian is an anathema. Christians want to be good, not because they need to follow the rules or earn a reward, but because the love of Christ is within us, and it just wants to keep bubbling out. The bottom line is that we all always make the grade in God's eyes. We are his beloved, the apple of his eye as it were, Nothing we can ever do can make him love us less or love us more. 
If you just can't bring yourself to believe in a God who would allow suffering in the world, think about a God who loves you even though you continue to allow suffering in the world. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that you're not about grading our performance, but about loving us and wanting to love others through us. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.